Ireland's Class Kids Radio. Siobhan McGowan is back, a guest uh, who's on the show. God, it must be a couple of years ago now since Siobhan has been on. Hi, Trina. How are you doing? You've written a book in that time. <laughs> I have. I've written another book. <laughs> what is this latest book? Okay, so the name of the book is called The Graces, and it's another historical set at the turn of a 20th century Dublin. And it's about a woman called Rosaline Moore, who's born with the sight. She's a seer, and she's said, like her grandmother, to be touched by the graces. So that's where the title comes from. I have a feeling you were giving me an inkling of this book the last time we spoke. This definitely yeah. rings. So I think you started to tell me you, you were in the middle of writing this. You were giving a little bit away. So it's yeah. all done and dusted. Is it great to finally have it in your hand? Oh, yes. Well, it's always lovely to see the finished book, you know, because, I mean, there's so much that goes into it. Like, the, there's the writing, obviously, that takes a long, long time. There's lots of research and work. And then you have all the editing. So you do months of editing and then the production of the book and jacket and... There's just there's a lot that goes in, so it's great when you actually get the finished book. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, you need patience, don't you? You need to you need to have an awful lot of patience. It's not a quick thing. It's a marathon. It's definitely a marathon. You have to have discipline. You have to be able to sit down every day and do your thing and write and research and perfect. And you have to look at the long term picture always. Yeah, you must have had time. So you know when you're writing your books and you know friends would be on to you. Go, come on, Siobhan, we're going out today. Come on, just leave it. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you get I that. Mean, the Yes, but but I'll tell you something. Um, I actually, uh, this this second book, I had to deliver it within a certain time and I actually needed to actually work seven days a week on it. Normally I would work five, six days. Well, when I say full days, like I'd be working four or five hours every day on the book. But this time I was working like every day. So I really had very little free time. Now she's out every night of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Now the dancing shoes are on. Oh, it's brilliant. I love that as well. You know, when you finally see it in the book, like the bookshelf in the shop or the poster is up in the shop, it's, it's a great feeling as well. So congratulations on getting it done. So this is really a passion for you, the writing though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to do it, you know, right right from get-go, right from a little girl, actually. Mm. But the thing is, it did take me an awful long time to get what you're talking about there, the discipline. So I did I did writing, like I was doing journalism and I, was, I, I wrote poems and I even wrote songs and I, I wrote... But I never actually could sit down and complete. And I had bits of novels everywhere, plays everywhere. But I never could sit down really until my late 30s, I think, is when I first realized I could start something and finish it. And the take the year it takes and more to do it. Because when, uh, you, when you were in school, the music, was that what your interest, where your interest was lying? No, 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 it, no it was definitely, it was history and English, actually, yeah. history and English, which is what, this is a combination of the two right. things. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. Because you did take a little, a little route. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't really yeah. get away from music because I know you, you worked as an assistant, didn't you, as well for Van Morrison and like you had a, an interesting, like, would you ever write a book about that? Uh, yeah, well, a lot of people say that. And I think one day I might well just document all the, the things that yeah. happened along the way, you know, all the interesting people I met, like John Lee Hooker and all the blues singers and all that. It was a fantastic time. But one day I, I could well yeah, just do. sit down. Do get mm. it all down on paper while you can still remember before you're 95 years of age. Yeah. <laughs> while <laughs> you still remember all the stories. Because I always regret, I always wish that, you know, like when your grandparents would be telling you stories and that, and you're going, God, I wish I listened more carefully to what they were saying, that I actually knew about, you know, times gone by and everything. Now they're gone and you can't ask them. 
Yeah, well, the interesting thing about this book is that um, quite a lot does take in because it's set in Dublin and my paternal grandparents and aunts and uncles in Dublin, I have actually taken quite a few of their actual stories about old Dublin and the characters and they're in the book. Like, for instance, old uh, infamous Harry, I changed his name, who was a coach maker but rumoured once to be a dentist before he broke a man's jaw, you know, and things like that. (laughs) And, And Aunt Ellen goes down to the the opening the of the monument for Charles Stuart Parnell and she says those eyes ducky about him but that was actually taken from my granny's telegram to my granddad in 1918 on their wedding day when she wow. she said to him those eyes ducky wow. that meaning that she loved his eyes so I've did taken you a still lot. have them the telegrams I still have that telegram wow. yeah yeah that's what we were like like we're very very into history and and uh, sentimental about family and old times and everything isn't it great to have those things? So that's 105 years. Yeah. 105 yeah. years. Yeah, still got the telegram. Wow. So when did when did your family move to the UK then? So dad was obviously brought up here and mum was brought up here. Okay. Uh, but they went over in the late 50s. They emigrated to England. So with their was, big Irish accents on them. Yeah, yeah, with the big <laughs> Irish accents. And, uh, you know, so, but I mean, we were always, uh, the Irishness was very much instilled in us, like, you know, and dad was a, a great reader and he's a, a, a bit of, he's a writer himself. He does satirical poetry and, and mum was a great reader and singer and all that. So they were very creative, sort of liberal kind of parents. So, yeah. so it was a good background. Then. Were you wild now growing up or were you in your, into your history books? Was I, uh, well, well, I wasn't wild and I wasn't into my history books. I was somewhere in between. <laughs> Neither. I was, yeah, I was quite naughty. I was naughty and a bit wild, but I was always into history because I remember we actually got taken to Paris, believe it or not, when I was about seven and I was mad into Marie Antoinette then. So I, I wanted to go and see, probably wanted to go and see where she was executed, being a bit of a ghoul or something. <laughs> but, but, you know, but I was always into history, but I was still a bit, I was very naughty as well. In what way? I won't even ask. Well, don't <laughs> Just in a childish way, that's I hope. In, that's in the next book. All right. Yeah. Well, Siobhan, uh, we'll have a look out for that. It is called The Graces. Yes. If anyone would like to grab that, a copy of that, Siobhan McGowan. And thanks so much for your time, Siobhan. Thank you so much. Cheers. Trina. We'll talk to you soon. It's Ireland's Classic Kids Radio.